I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Pune, India. He is an Office 365 consultant. He was first awarded as MVP in 2019, so he's had it for quite some time. He is an organizer and frequent speaker at various industry seminars, conferences, and community events, including SPS, Global Microsoft 365 Developer Bootcamp, and the Global Power Platform Bootcamp. You can find links to his bio and social media in the show notes for this episode. Welcome to the show, Ned Deep. Thank you. Thank you, Mark, for having me uh, with you. So, yeah, Miss, as, as Mark said, I'm from Pune, India. Uh, Pune is a kind of a city which is known for education as well as for foods. Okay, so if you're a food lover, you, you're going to enjoy Pune city. So, yeah, Miss, at least I have been Microsoft MVP since uh, 2019. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't got a chance to celebrate as I became the MVP because it was a COVID time, just start of the COVID time when I became MVP. But yeah, at least then after I catch up with uh, fellow colleagues and other MVPs and then got, got a chance to collaborate more. But even to that, I, I take that as an opportunity because uh, during that COVID time, I got to got a chance to uh, work with various virtual communities, got to know more people. So yeah, I mean, at least I, I've been into this program for almost four years now. Uh, right now, I'm a Microsoft MVP for business applications as well as Microsoft 365 apps and services. And yeah, I mean, at least I, I enjoy working with uh, Microsoft technologies. <laughs> so good. How did how did you get into IT? What was your journey? Oh yeah, I mean, at least um, even I wasn't pretty much sure how I landed up here. Uh, in my initial days, probably when I was a child, um, I liked trains. So I wanted to become a become a train pilot or uh, maybe some, something into the train areas. But again, um, over the time, I, I just saw uh, my colleagues or my friends going, going into the software industries and everything. So I, I just thought, thought to spend time with them, just got to know like, okay, we, we have a computer, then we can do some programming on top of it. And then, yeah, at least I started liking that. So I'm talking about the... Uh, Yes, maybe it was uh, 1997, 1999. So at that time, uh, barely anyone, at least here in India, didn't have uh, laptops or anything. But we, we used to work with uh, computer, the desktop computer, CRT, CRT monitors and everything. So yeah, at least when my first experience was um, with, with those CRT monitors and I, I like that. So I, I just thought, okay, let us have some career into this. So yeah, I mean, at least I wasn't pretty much sure like what I'm going to do, but I just thought, okay, probably uh, I will be spending some time coding and then rest of the time I can play some games. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did you ultimately get into 
into the Power Platform area, into SharePoint, um, into the Office Productivity Suite. What was your journey into that, and how has that become the main focus of your career? Oh, true, true, true. So uh, just to begin from the um, start, start of my career, um, I started my career as a Java programmer, okay? So even for, for most of the guys, it is pretty much uh, difficult to digest that, okay? I started my journey with uh, Java. So I started my journey with Java. I was mostly working on to the Java, EJB, all, all those kind of things. I was pretty much happy with that. But unfortunately, our uh, project um, didn't go well or maybe it got scrapped, okay? So uh, I was looking for another opportunity to go into the project and uh, fortunately that uh, on, on the coffee vending machine, uh, I happened to meet one of the uh, program manager there so he just asked me like what i'm doing and everything i, I was kind of a fresher maybe just six months of experience at that time so i just expl- explained him like what i'm doing and right now I'm, I'm looking out for the new project so he just asked me okay are you interested to work on dotnet related projects so uh, at that time since i was a fresher i didn't had uh, much awareness of the technology uh, to be frank there so i started with dotnet um, net project so then after um, that w- once i delivered that project um Again, from there itself, I got the opportunity to work in SharePoint project. So it was SharePoint 2003. And yeah, I at least on that, I am um, fortunate to work on SharePoint 2003 onwards. So that was the time when I started into the SharePoint 2003 project. Share, SharePoint, again, it was pretty much new to me uh, because um, the background that I came from, I know that even if I want to have a buttons uh, onto the um, UI, I need to have some code written. But when I uh, got in touch with SharePoint, it was like, oh, <laughs> all the buttons and forms are there for me already. So yeah, I started liking that. So then after my journey continued with SharePoint, with SharePoint 2007, that means MOS uh, 2010, 2013, 2016. And then slowly I um, shifted to um, cloud technology. So th- that was the time like w- when I settled down into the Microsoft related technologies. And then um, I-, I enjoyed working with SharePoint, .NET, all those kind of things. So eventually, Miss Ivan, I'm, I'm not sure uh, when I got shifted into the Microsoft world, uh, the cloud world kind of thing with uh, Microsoft Azure and everything. So th- then after I slowly started um, um, exploring more onto the SharePoint framework and all this kind of thing. And then probably maybe just um, four years back when Power Platform came, came into the picture. So I started exploring that and, and then I started liking that even more because even um, even with SharePoint, uh, if you want to create a button, you need to write at least one line of code, but in Power Platform, you don't have to, okay? So that, that way, at least um, I found some some uh, more potential into uh, Power Platform. Then, then I like the way, like how we can create the flows, uh, Power BI reports and everything. So I, I started feeling the solidness of Power Platform and that, that's where my journey continued with Power Platform as well. So even as of now, I work with um, Microsoft 365, plus Power Platform, all those kind of things. And, and then, means I don't want to compare SharePoint versus uh, Power Platform or or anything as such that, but I'm working, or, or at least I enjoy working with both the technologies. <laughs> so what type of use cases, like if you look across your career, and particularly in Office 365, now M365, and, and, and the Power Platform, what are the typical use cases you're building solutions for? Are they in a specific industry? Are they horizontal? What what type? Give, give me examples without saying the names of companies and things like that of the type of projects that you've been involved in. Uh, yeah, Miss. at least um, since last four or five years, I have been mostly working on the projects uh, wherein we need to um, 
have the uh, enablement of Microsoft 365 or cloud platform for the um, customers. So they, they already are into the cloud, but probably they don't know like how to proceed with that. What are the capabilities each of the Microsoft product has got? Is what are the capabilities that Teams has got or maybe Power Platform has got or even SharePoint has got. So I'm making them aware uh, by um, spreading the knowledge or at least at the same time uh, making them enable for for using this Microsoft technologies. So most of the use cases that, that I worked on is to measure how the uh, usage of Microsoft 365 or Power Platform into the organization. And then at the same time, when we are doing that, uh, Mostly the requirement from the customer is like they, they, they don't want to restrict their uh, users from using any of the technologies or any of the product. So let's say, for example, if they want to uh, go ahead, create power apps, let them go ahead, create the power apps app, uh, be it just the uh, test kind of anything. They, they just put a button or uh, label there. Let them play with that so that it will make them feel very much confident about Power Platform. The same thing goes for Teams as well or maybe SharePoint as well. They, they don't want to restrict the users on um, maybe who can create a site or will there be any kind of an approval flow or like that. Because uh, most of the time, even I found this useful that let the people do what they want to do. Let them explore the technology on their own. Because if you just see the video, you, you will just come to know that, okay, click this link. There will be a canvas. You can track drop the controls and then you, you can start playing with that. But until unless you start experiencing yourself, you, you will not see the power of it. So uh, since at this past two or three years, the customers that I have been working with, they, they don't also, misfortunately, they don't want to restrict their end users on creating those apps as well as Teams and SharePoint sites. But at the same time, when uh, when this is the case, we, we see like uh, most of the test kind of end functionalities are more prominent. And then probably if you're searching for your information, probably you're going to get the search from those test apps or maybe... Uh, test SharePoint sites or teams, right? So at the same time, they just want to have some kind of an governance on top of that so that we can see like uh, how is the adoption of Microsoft Teams, SharePoint, Yammer, or maybe at the same time, Power Platform into the organization. But at the same time, we can just have some kind of an governance and uh, we, we can have built some kind of an reporting just to show like how the um, end users, they are using their product or, or all of these Microsoft technologies, how we are enabling them for using those as at the same time, how we are, um, or, or at least uh, how we are enabling the platform for them and then what kind of functionality they are using. So we, we have some dashboards built for that. And then from there also, we, we want to uh, focus more onto the sustainability like um, for, for example, if you are creating too much of apps and everything, it's good that go ahead, create. But at the same time, when you are done with that, probably let, let's uh, delete them or maybe let, let's archive them somewhere. So we are we are following those kind of strategies. So mostly I'm uh, working on those kind of things. At the same time, uh, right now I'm working on uh, more morely focusing on to the adoption score. So uh, adoption score is again, same kind of thing, like where in uh, your organization gets just onto uh, how... You have enabled technology for your end users at the same time uh, how end users are using each of those products so we just want to let them use all the features but at the same time we just want to have some kind of an governance to uh, to see like how they are using and probably we are not over killing the technology <laughs> okay so yeah that is kind of an work that i'm doing at the same time from the development side as well i'm working on creating power platforms then uh, flows a uh, few of the resources into microsoft azure as well uh, at the same time uh, 
Teams application, SharePoint, SharePoint framework application. So yeah, that is that way I can see I'm working on to the diverse roles. <laughs> so uh, most of the things which are related to Microsoft 365 as well as Power Platform. Interesting. What was your journey to becoming an MVP? Who who nominated you? What was that process for you? Oh yeah, I mean, at least when, when I uh, started contributing to uh, communities, so at least MVP was not not uh, onto my mind, or at least it wasn't uh, onto my mind. So I was just looking out for a platform wherein I will be able to share the knowledge because I have seen uh, the other MVPs who who are um, taking their time out out of their busy schedule, and then they are just making everyone aware of uh, what are what are the technology, what are the new new things coming up and everything so i just followed few of those mvps uh, namely means um, priya ranjan is the person who nominated me for microsoft mvp program so thanks to him that he he saw that potential and nominated me here but along with him i have been uh, observing few of the other mvps as well as a uh, few of the colleagues from microsoft so i have been closely following vesa yuanan uh, who is running pnp then uh, in the recent days as well, I'm following uh, most of the people from Microsoft, including David Warner. Then we have a Hugo Bernier, April Dunham, uh, and even the Reza Durrani for, for the Paul platform kind of thing. When it comes to the Microsoft 365, I mostly follow um, uh, Waldeck, Waldeck Masticas, uh, as well as Gary Tinder, uh, who are mostly into the Microsoft 365, and they also run the PNP community initiative for CLI for Microsoft 365. So, yeah, at least these are the uh, kind of people I follow virtually, and then at least those are the motivations for me to go ahead contribute something that, that I can do, maybe a small chunk of uh, what I can do for the community, and probably from there the journey started. So. Uh, Mostly my contribution was on to um, speaking into the um, conferences or local events, uh, writing the articles, uh, and mostly I was involved on to the uh, PNP kind of contributions. So PNP is uh, namely as the patterns and practices for Microsoft 365 as well as for Power Platform, where you can contribute on to the code level, you can um, contribute any kind of samples and everything. So there I contributed um, maybe 10 or 15 uh, samples for SharePoint framework as well as a uh, few samples for Power Platform as well. Again, um, I'm, I'm kind of an independent um, connector publisher for a couple of connectors that we have got in the Power Platform, including Udemy as well as for Sessionize, so that we should be able to use those capabilities into the Power Platform. So yeah, that, that, that's where from my journey began, and then eventually I became Microsoft MVP. So thanks to Microsoft for seeing potential in, in me for that. That's so good. That's so good. My final question to you is, um, you've been an MVP for around four years. Um, what's been the, the thing you've liked most since becoming an MVP that's part of the MVP program? Oh, right. So th- there are many things. So first thing that, that I like being with MVP is uh, the interaction with the Microsoft PGI, product group interactions. So that way you, you get a chance to interact with uh, PMs or uh, the delegates who are working on to uh, specific Microsoft technology, you get to discuss with them uh, the upcoming things as well as probably the issue that that, that are facing. So as an MVP, you are kind of a face of the community. So you can raise those concerns if some if, if the community is facing those kind of an issues or maybe your customers are facing those kind of an issues, maybe technical or maybe it could be something related to the functionality. So that is one benefit I, I clearly see of uh, having the uh, Microsoft MVP. At the same time, uh, it, it gives you more options to 
collaborate more with with your community so being a mvp you, you get a recognition and then you get involved into uh, various talks like the way that, that we are doing right now so that way you you get to uh, have some strong network set up for yourself and at the same time you, you get a chance to spread knowledge with others at the same time listen to the others and get more things um, uh learn from them because right now if if i see microsoft or all of these technologies into the cloud they are moving at a rapid pace and um is for an individual it it is not at all um, easy or um, even i'll say possible to go ahead and get all those updates right so let's say for example um, there are times when i focus more on to the power platform so in that case probably for those couple of weeks or maybe for a month i don't get much time to see like what is happening into the microsoft 365 area including maybe teams or sharepoint and the reverse thing can happen as well like for example when my work is more concentrated on to the uh, microsoft teams or sharepoint related area probably that, that is a time when when i miss on to the updates which are happening on to the power platform but yeah miss at least that that's where thanks to the community or at least uh, i follow the people and again i i see all those posts coming through linkedin or twitter so at least i, I get uh, uh, just just of about what is happening there so at least that that helps me keep updated so yeah miss with uh, with being a microsoft mvp you get to be a part of various communities which are running across the globe and then again you, you get a chance to interact with uh, more people get knowledge from them again discuss about what they are doing what kind of an issues they are facing and then probably there you can get a solution to the uh, things that you are working on or at the same time you can suggest uh, y- your opinions to others as well so that, that's the beauty, beauty of uh, having a good uh, community contribution <laughs> hey thanks for listening I'm your host business application MVP Mark Smith otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com/nz365guy. Thanks again and see you next time.